Hello! Good evening and welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I'm your host. How are all of our listeners doing tonight? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show. We have another jam-packed episode tonight with uh, all four amigos here. So why don't we jump right on in. Let's get some housekeeping stuff out of the way first. And, of course, here's where you can find us on the following online offerings, including first our website, which is ahpod.com, A-H-H-P-O-D.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for America's Hometown Horror or Hometown Horror Pod, and you shall find us. You can also shoot us a line at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And also, just a reminder that we are now a member of the following platforms, including Horrorfax Magazine, which is horrorfax.com, a great resource if you're a fan of horror. You like horror news, horror reviews, horror podcasts, just like ours, go to horrorfacts.com and check out their website. You can find us right on there. And most importantly, we're now a partner with Fangoria.com or Fangoria, the magazine. Uh, just go to shop.fangoria.com slash hometownhorrorpod and use the, uh, the promo code hometownhorrorpod for an exclusive 20% discount on any merchandise or your first-time subscription to Fangoria Magazine, you can get a nice uh, Antlers baseball t-shirt, as my co-host Andrew is rocking right now as we record. And it is a dope t-shirt, if I do say so myself. Andrew, can you describe this t-shirt to our listeners? I would say it's uh, black in color with red three-quarter length sleeves. It's got some sexy-looking deer lady on it with antlers and her heart showing. That's Fangoria. She's got like a long, drapey blue gown i don't know it's sick <laughs> did you describe did you buy it because you were attracted himself. to this lady uh, i just i bought it because it was a baseball team you like mm. baseball teams yeah i know you're a big fan of those it's, it's it reminds me of my thundercats baseball team that i had like 20 years ago and i was like i've never it's the same exact color never quite been able to replicate no. since then nope. it's like fat with a such pH. a shame yes fat with a ph yeah but anyway uh <laughs> you heard from andrew you've heard from andrew indeed i should say uh welcome back to cat and matt Lady, gentlemen, guys, what's going on? Welcome back. The whole crew's here. How's everybody doing? Great. Excellent. Uh, So our good buddy Matt had his bachelor party last weekend, Mm. which is uh, part of the reason that he was not here last week when we were discussing Raw, which that category is about French phrases, so let's just skip it. And uh, Matt, how was your bachelor party? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was fun. Awesome. A lot of drinking, a lot of eating good food. Uh, Portland, Maine, can't go wrong. Played some golf, played like shit, um, but it was fun. Uh, but definitely uh, coming back into reality, I was I needed a good factory good reset. reset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, so understandable. We're back understandable. at it. Well, I mean, are you really even playing golf if you don't play like shit? I mean, I, I honestly, yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever not played like shit while playing golf, especially playing. I hate to admit this, but playing with Andrew, who's a very good golfer, um, or his brother Seth, who's been on our show a couple times, who is a great golfer. Um, what about me? I'm a good golfer. You're a, yeah, you're a good golfer. I'm a good golfer. Uh, you're a, I'm a good golfer. Right, Jerry? Yeah. If you're not drinking, you're not golfing. That's true. Yeah. That's I literally well, played. once the vodka lemonades came into play, it was mm, the... Then it's like, am I going to hit the ground first? Yeah. It or... was kind of like, where are we getting money? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where am I getting some sustenance in my stomach? Yeah. Uh, also, I should mention that we have uh, Otis here at the Spooky Hound Dog, uh, the official... <laughs> Hound dog of America's hometown mm-hmm. heart is sitting here and eating his treat and growling at all involved parties. Sorry, I, I, I meant to ask, can you get, can you feel it? Do you remember? Can, can you feel it? it? It's it's right around the corner. We're so close to September. To it's it's Halloween time now. Baby. I know. Yeah, like, I've declared. I've already season. like we had that one. I think it was like last Wednesday where it was like. And I was like, oh, I love it oh, so much. Oh, oh, it's that time. Oh, oh thank you. Please. I'm like, I'm wearing my um, well, I mean, long sleeve uh, shirts and jeans for the rest of the year. We have Halloween candy funny. showing up in grocery stores and in CVSs. We have, and we're buying uh, it, too. Yeah, we're, 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 we're buying it. And uh, we have Spirit Halloweens popping up and opening up oh, at this point. Oh, are they open now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's over Ooh. near the old oh, yes. mattress store. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, near I didn't Mo's. know over in Colony Place? Uh, yeah. Is it in okay. Colony Place? Yeah. yeah. Last year there was one off exit five. Um, Which will probably be there again. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be yeah, there's everywhere. Always a couple of them. Yeah, they always yeah. pop everywhere. up. Yeah. So, there's a million places in exit five for it. Yeah. Hall- <laughs> Halloween is. Uh, <laughs> the Halloween season, the spooky season, as I've called it in the past, uh, is upon us, folks, and we are going to be talking a lot of spooky shit in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of good stuff lined up for you, so stick with us. 
keep listening, and uh, we hope to entertain you throughout the entire Halloween season because it is my personal favorite time of the year, and I know that my co-hosts feel the same. Speaking of my co-hosts, I know that it has uh, been a week since we've talked. Lady, gentlemen, I'm sure there's been a lot of fun things that we've watched, a lot of uh, fun things we've come across in the news. Does anybody want to get started? Matt, I know it's probably been a couple weeks since you've recorded, so why don't you uh, lay some knowledge upon us? I have movies, I have news. So first and foremost, I watched a couple of 2022 releases. I'm trying to work through some of those. I have a couple more left. Uh, One was Glorious. This came out on Shudder. Uh, Mike, this is a movie I think you would really enjoy. Rather cosmic. Uh, there are. This is the new Rebecca McKendry movie, correct? correct. Okay. Yeah. Yep. There's tentacles. Um, <laughs> it was good. It's kind of funny. Um, it's entertaining. It's weird. And for sure, like once it's over, there's a good twist at the end. Uh, once it's over, you're kind of like, okay, like I, I'm into it. So I actually enjoyed it. Uh, it's worth a watch. I think it was like 85 minutes. It's like a real. Perfect. I got home from work and watched it before Sarah even got home. So, squeeze that one in real quick. Another one I watched, this was a lot more serious, was Resurrection. This is with Rebecca Hall. She was in The Night House. Yes. Um, yeah, she's a good actress. I like very her. very good actress. Mm-hmm. She's very good in this as well. Um, Tim Roth was also in this. Um, if you remember him from Reservoir Dogs, he's yep. Mr. Orange. Pulp Fiction. Um, Pulp Fiction, yeah. He's uh, also, Honey Bunny. Um, um, what's the other movie? Home Invasion. Funny Games. Funny Games. The remake, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so, this movie was really, really, I really enjoyed this movie. This is not going to be for everybody. Um, this was a lot like the movie Possession, which came out in uh, 1981 uh, with Sam Neill, um, which is a really, really widely known, disturbing, out-of-nowhere horror movie that came out. Um, I can't pronounce the director's name. It's, it's foreign. I want to say he's Russian or something. Um crazy movie so this was a lot like that there a woman who uh, she's working a job she lives with her daughter seems to have great control and then one day at a conference tim roth is there his character and she has like a full-blown fucking panic attack and from then the movie just spirals out of control she gives like a seven minute monologue probably like 45 50 minutes in that kind of ties the story together and it is absolutely devastating so from there, it just goes totally off the rails. The last 20 minutes is, like, full-blown. I would consider it to be just a just absolutely wild movie. Um, again, not for everyone. It's a crazy ending. It's up for interpretation, so you're not going to get that satisfaction of having, like, oh, I know exactly what this means and what happened. Right. But either way, uh, very well done. The acting was great. Um, you just, where can people find it? it I on, rented uh, it. Okay. Right. Yeah, so I was. it was recommended to me, so I rented it, and it was like six bucks because I think it's technically like in theaters right now. Okay. Um, but I know that there's some other news that I recently saw, so the Terrifier trailer just came yes. out. It just popped up on my thing, and I'm like, I'm not watching trailers. It's pretty sick. Is it, it, yeah. It's I mean, dude, it, like that's not like a movie I'm going to be like, there's no way. There's no like crazy. There's not crazy plot spoilers. No, like I'm just like you're just gonna you know see I mean? death. And it looks nuts. Just more of art. The clown. Well, is that fucking coming out this October? Up. October sixth. Oh. Well, we'll we'll be covering that this October. It's gonna be in part theaters of our Halloween. too. Oh yep. really? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I can't wait to see that. The- I would love I to see would, that. Yeah. Love to yeah. See the trailer that for that years. looks great. There was a teaser trailer that just came out for Hellraiser on Hulu, which yep. I believe which is I, also um, coming out on I October sent, 6th. I, October 7th, I think. 7th? I okay. sent that to Andrew today. Yep. I did not watch it. Uh, I just gl- It was it, a teaser trailer. It's honestly so. like 30 seconds, it's just and it doesn't Hellraiser show anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other news that I saw actually only like two hours ago is that... Uh, what the fuck? Uh, the Evil Dead Rise movie got bumped to April 2023 in a full theatrical release. Oh, that's, well, that's good at least. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there is an upside. That gives us something to watch. So in it's April. looking like the Warner Brothers is very confident with okay. what they have going with Good. That, so, I, I was yeah. going to bring that up, obviously, this episode, because we're obviously, if you've seen the episode title, you know we're talking about Evil Dead. So we're going to be talking about the franchise a little bit, mm-hmm. and obviously the forthcoming sequel, which a lot of people are excited for. So I'm glad to hear that uh, it's getting a theatrical release. That that makes me feel a lot better about yeah. it because I know it, it was supposed to come out this year. It got bumped. Yeah, it's going to go to HBO Max. Yeah, okay. If they're going to bump it and make it a theatrical release. That's a good. Sequel. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. Uh, Matt, I feel like we'd also be remiss if you and I did not talk about the uh, the sequel series to 100 scariest or yeah. 101 yeah, scariest so movie sick, moments, dude. which I I, yeah. I feel like we talked about. 
maybe briefly last week. I don't even remember. No, but, I don't. Oh my yeah, god. I, think we so. I mean, I'm not going to say that I willed this into existence when I wrote my article for Bloody Disgusting, but <laughs> I, I feel like I like to think some, it at least yeah, put the idea out there in the waves. ether, and I can't believe that it's actually now happening. So it's uh, from the same company um, that did Eli Roth's History of Horror, which, which is, is a yeah. very, very good horror documentary series, like very much in the vein of Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. Lots of people that were involved directly with the films, lots of iconic horror people talking about horror movies. Um, and those you can actually watch on Shutter as well. So it's a great series. I'd recommend watching it. I actually really enjoyed watching that series. And now we're getting a sequel series. Eight episodes. Ugh. Talk to me. I'm excited. Yeah, I saw when I saw that. I think I saw it on like Twitter, and I just sent it right to the chat. And I was like, "You guys, <laughs> when's it due out? September seventh. September seventh. So it's, so it's that coming that in a that couple weeks. In the yeah. hopper, well before you mentioned it. Uh, uh, well, I wrote that article probably two years ago. Is that two years ago? Almost two years yeah. ago. Yeah. That's dope. It was beginning of the pandemic when I wrote it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Time yeah. flies. I yeah. did watch the hundred scariest movie moments. I think I watched it over the... I think I watched it on I saw. I saw that you uh, put it on your story yeah. at some point. I forget when. I was probably drinking, so I... It was, either, it was either this past weekend or it was like one of the days during the week that I was not doing anything because I was on Yeah, over. that's fine. I mean, it's a great, great thing to watch when you have nothing to do. But yeah, I mean, if you're... If you're a, I love it. I mean, I know Matt and I have talked about this extensively, but if you're a fan of the history of horror and you like watching people that have been involved in horror movies talk about the history of horror and the things that scare them, I mean, there is no better series to watch than this. And I feel like the fact that they're making a sequel series... Mm. I can't wait to see. I'm it. excited I'm to see what's so on it. Excited. Have you ever seen? So I didn't watch it, but I, it, it pops up on my like Amazon Prime. It's a uh, it's like a H.P. Lovecraft documentary, and like Guillermo del Toro talks about like the influences and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of different. Have you seen that? I know what you're talking about. I haven't. I have not watched. I feel like it. that's yeah. right up. I forget what it's called. Like, yeah, it's something it's Lovecraft. Yeah, it's like H.P. Lovecraft. I think okay. it's like called. There's a few documentaries that I will highly recommend if you have seen the hundred scariest movie moments and you love it and you can't wait to watch this new one. Check out Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue. That's on Tubi. It is free. And if you have Shutter, please take the time to watch In, in Search, Search of, of Darkness. Darkness. Yep. One and two. Mm-hmm. You will not be disappointed. You will literally, even though that's eight hours of content, you're going to want more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's going to be a third part coming out I, this, I, this I, Christmas. I so. love the both of those. Yeah. I almost feel like they would have been better served and more people would watch it if it were broken up into like two, like, like four-hour series. I feel yeah. like it, it would be more widely viewed because I feel like it's a... It's a daunting watch when you look at it. I mean, like you can still, you can pause. Of course, you, you can break it up, but I feel like... Stranger Things. As, yeah. Andrew, as Andrew and I have said on numerous occasions, uh, most Americans are lazy, and they see those things, and they're like, eh, I don't you're know if I want to watch that. You're too super lazy, lazy to even, even watch TV. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> this is too much work. That's too you're much. not doing anything. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but they are fantastic. So definitely, even if you if you do have to break it up, it's of course, it's each one is four hours and like, Oh, yeah. change and so. this, they're all great they're all but great. The, it's just so entertaining they talk about so many cool movies so awesome uh anything else um just i had a few rewatches i rewatched the evil dead movies i rewatched reanimator i rewatched uh a bunch of fucking nightmare on elm street movies freddy versus jason oh, you went all after yeah i was i was going nuts so i uh, dude i was saying to andrew once the sun goes down at, uh before eight o'clock it's halloween season mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 i've declared it so we're there andrew what have you been watching? Um, I haven't watched much. I did rewatch uh, 1978 Australian film called Patrick. Have you seen that? Nope. It's like this um, this, this guy named Patrick who's in a coma. It's about a guy, he named, killed his, about a guy he killed, named Patrick. He killed his parents, <laughs> and he's now in a coma. He's like telekinetic, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like a psycho-telekinetic thing going on with him and the nurse, and he can like influence certain stuff really like this is the list move mm-hmm. but it's 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 very entertaining and i actually rewatched it because i was like skimming through amazon and there was like i think it's a show called patrick that came out like this year and i don't know if it's related or all but it was like a nurse and the guy was in a coma and i was like is this like a remake of this could be did you do a google search maybe i did not no? because i was like there's no way that they're remaking this weird um although quentin tarantino i guess um 
drew into this movie in a scene in Kill Bill where uh, character is, but she's in a coma. Oh. She spits on the nurse. Mm-hmm. It's like a direct draw from Patrick. Like okay. a reflex thing. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me because Tarantino's a total film nerd and he just has obviously lots of influences in his yeah. movies. Yeah. It's a weird movie, but worth watching. I mean, I thought it was entertaining. I've seen it a few times. It just popped up again and it was like, oh, I'll okay. watch this. So Patrick, where Patrick, can you find that? I think he was on Shudder. Okay. Fair if enough. not Shutter, it's on Amazon. It's all kind of linked. It's together. definitely on Tubi as well. It's probably I've, I've Tubi, scrolled yeah. past it. Anything else besides Patrick? I haven't watched. No, that's about it. Okay. Uh, well, I know Kat and I watched a couple of different things this week that we can talk about. One mainstream, one not so mainstream. So Kat's air, Kat's arms are flailing in the air. So Kat, why don't you talk to us about Day Shift? Oh, you guys watched it. You guys ended up watching it. Yeah, it was. I was it. I will say, I really enjoyed it. It Way, 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 way more than I ever thought I would. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's awesome (laughs) as he should be. I mean, I don't know. He just plays Snoop Dogg. That's like perfect. Is he a vampire? No. No. Um, because he should. I feel like he should be a vampire. Well, watch it. At one point, he may be a vampire. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, but honestly, I, I love Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx is a great Foxx actor. Awesome. Um, the whole story he's was funny. He's awesome in it. Yeah, you go first. I'll go yeah, after. Yeah, right? Go ahead. You asked go ahead. me if my opinion. I did. Go ahead. Go ahead. talking over me. Yep, go ahead. Sorry. So, yeah, no, the whole story is awesome. It's funny. Like, the one thing, though, I was like, so are these, like, zombies or are they vampires? Because they're, like, it was, that was my one little nitpick thing. But then I'm like, you know, movie, I get it. Like, whatever. But... It's awesome. Like yeah. the kill, the kill scenes are awesome. The whole the um, Jamie Foxx's partner when he enters the like, club, he's he's a great character. They're like vampire, like bounty hunters, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, they, yes. they extract their teeth for, for like, money. money. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, the plot of this movie is that uh, Jamie Foxx is a vampire hunter that uh, was excommunicated from this union of vampire hunters, this underground union of vampire hunters in Los Angeles. Because he had unethical Yep, he basically was reckless, and he killed vampires amongst too many civilians, and they, they drove him out. So he has been unable to make a significant living because of this, because all of these vampire hunters make their living off of killing vampires, cutting their heads off, pulling out their fangs and selling their fangs hmm. to For this money. union. Yeah. So basically, uh, there's a there, there comes to be a situation where Jamie Foxx's family is going to leave him, so he needs to make a certain amount of money in about a week. So he needs to be let back into this union to be able to kill vampires and make money. His gateway into this union is Snoop Dogg, uh, who they call Big, Big J in the movie, also Black Cowboy. And uh, Snoop Dogg's in the movie for maybe 15 minutes. But he's great. He's great when he's in. I wouldn't say that he's great. I mean, he's good. He's Snoop Dogg. He's, he's essentially Snoop Dogg. playing Snoop Dogg. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Day Shift, skip ahead 30 seconds. Um, there's a scene where he sacrifices himself for Jamie Foxx, and as he's letting the trigger go out of the bomb, he goes, West Side for life, motherfucker, <laughs> and then kills a bunch of vampires. So it's about what yeah, you'd expect rad. from Snoop Dogg, but they just honestly, like the. For these guys. Uh, see, I thought he was. You know what it was? You remember is that it, movie? Is Bones? It yeah. <laughs> was he? He wasn't a vampire in that. Movie. I don't think so. So it, it gave me like big time, almost like um, like from dusk till dawn vibes a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like cool. the vampires were kind of similar to that, and like almost kind of the, kinda like snakey type vampires yeah. type thing. Yep. One of the vampire bat ish. Yeah. Right. One of the main vampires was a girl from How to Get Away with Murder. Did you ever watch that show? I don't think. Yeah, you're the only one. No one ever watches that show. Cable it's TV. a cable TV show. It's stupid, but um, yeah, how to get away with murders. Like, so, uh, J- Jamie Foxx's sidekick in this movie is uh, Dave Franco, who's James Franco's uh, younger brother, and he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's in pretty it. funny. Pretty funny. He's it was good. like it was yeah. a, it was a good horror comedy action movie. Like the fight scenes are pretty They're, well choreographed. Yeah. Like, dude, it's a summertime vampire killing movie. And the guy like, from it, Shameless is in it too. Yeah, uh, Steve Howie. Steve Howie plays oh, a, a random. Yeah, he plays. He's actually, yeah. yeah so he's, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's actually his, his part in this is really really good. He's in it yeah. for like ten minutes, but it's, but it's really yeah. Good. He's he's very funny. so. I, I would recommend like honestly, if you want a fun time, if you're like if you've had a couple of drinks, so you've popped an edible, and you want to watch something fun, uh, throw on Day Shift on Netflix. Yeah. It's fucking really fun. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm gonna check that out. Anything else on Day Shift before I move on to the next movie that we no, watched you that you didn't like everything. as much? You didn't ask me. <laughs> well, we, I let you talk about it. We both talked about it. Okay. You basically went. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was what? good. I liked it. Two thumbs way up. Yeah, two thumbs way up. I was I was very excited. That was my pick this week. Your so we pick, also um, your pick though was meh. I've been banging the drum to watch this movie for a little while, and it's a movie called Off Season, which is a Shutter exclusive yeah. movie, and I really dug this movie quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was meh. Yeah. Well, again, differing. So tastes. good then. Um, this is essentially, um, it is it a movie, it, it's, it's a movie that feels like a fever dream. Um, there is not a conventional plot progression in the movie. The movie immediately starts and things just start happening. And then all of a sudden you're just in the middle of it. Um, and then basically it, it kind of felt to me almost like a derivative of like Silent Hill, the movie in the video games. Okay. Um, it was creepy weird. It I wasn't, the, like, spooky. Yeah, I forget the main actress's name, but essentially, so the plot of the movie is there's this woman that goes back to the town, which is off coastal Florida. It's an island where her mother grew up. Her mother has died. And very similar to, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, she gets a note saying that, hey, your mother's grave has been vandalized. Oh, really? We need you to come out and check this out immediately. And as her and her estranged boyfriend pull up on this island they're like we're about to put the bridge up for the season their relationship you're not supposed to be out here like why are you coming out here like i got this letter i'm supposed to be here to come check this out so they go on the island and then all of this weird shit just starts happening and it's very lovecraftian it's uh very silent hillish as i mentioned before it's it's a i actually quite enjoyed it It it's kind of like the fog uh, very much like The Fog, very much like Silent Hill. Again, very Lovecraftian, so do with yeah. that what you will. I don't want to give too Tentacles. much away. So there's worms. I didn't say that. You did. Worms. Um, no, but no, essentially, Lovecraft, yeah, yeah, we like it. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. worms. Yep. No, 100%. Are there worms? So, no. No. They made a deal with the devil, and they're all weird. Basically, the yeah. people on the That's island, it co- it you come to find out that there was a, a deal. It, it's... It's oh, divulged it? in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Right. That the whole reason that the, the island is cut off is because they made a deal with this man who came out of the sea Linoche. to help them survive their off-seasons, right? Quote-unquote off-seasons. Oh, so you may tentacles. not may or may not know who that is. You may or may not know, if you're familiar with Lovecraftian lore, who that may be. Pretty cool stuff. But um, I thought the movie was sweet. Uh, it's on Shudder right now, and I fucking loved it. I thought okay. it was awesome. Kat didn't like it as much, and you liked it. it you said last night. It, was, it wasn't yeah. as good as Day Shift. Day Shift was way better. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, define, yeah. define way better. Um, like I would watch Day Shift again off-season. I would not watch it again. I know you would watch that again. Right. I'd watch that once and be like, that was fun, cool. Like, But you'd watch it again. You'd throw it on. Well, again, yeah. I don't mean this is a, 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 a diss towards you, Kat. I would say, Andrew, Matt, off-season might be a movie more towards your tastes. Day Shift, if you're more out. of a top ten of Netflix type of taste, <laughs> that would be... And again, I like Day Shift just light, fine. I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> much, much more lighthearted. Absolutely. It's Obviously. a Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg vampire hunting movie. Yeah, what the fuck do you expect? That. It's Netflix not exactly... Like, yeah, fucking make it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it clearly had a yeah, huge, a huge budget. I mean, yeah. the special effects were awesome. Okay, cool. it's good. One of my nitpicks with the off-season movie, to be fair... This girl is going through this house, and I'm like, oh, like, it's one of those movies where you're like, bitch, don't go up the stairs in yeah. the dark. Like, bitch, never, don't do this. Never, and you're like, oh, come on. Like, bitch, please. You're so stupid. Like, yeah, let us let me walk away from the cemetery to go find my weird boyfriend on the beach. God, like, you should have stayed together. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many just little nitpicky things where I'm like, this is Cliches. so stupid. Yeah. It was, like, well, I, annoying. I, 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 w- I will say, again, there, there were a lot of things that were drawn from other movies. So, again, you watch this movie, you see influences from other movies. Because, obviously, there was a point I turned to you last night and I said, this reminds me a lot of the Silent Hill movie right. and other things. So, yeah. The girl is sure. dumb. Yes. Was dumb. <laughs> Anybody else Bad watch anything cool girl. or interesting before we jump into what I'm sure is going to be a very lengthy topic tonight? Uh, good evening. No, I got nothing. Groovy. Groovy. Not yet. Groovy. Oh, man, I never got to say <laughs> Groovy. Groovy. All right, folks, and of course, you've seen the episode title. You know that that means we're talking about The Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Which, of course, is uh, 
a movie that launched a franchise. Uh, as uh, t- to date, excuse me, there have been, in addition to this movie that we're talking about tonight, two sequels with a third, fourth coming, a remake movie, a Stars TV series, and believe it or not, a musical based on this movie. Oh, that's going to be great. Video games, <laughs> comic books, everything. And this is the movie that launched it all, and we're talking about the original uh, 1981 Evil Dead. So I know this is one that we're going to talk about last week, but obviously, Matt, you weren't here, so we wanted to wait a little bit uh, to talk about it with all of us because I feel like this is the type of movie that would warrant discussion from all four of us together. Agreed. So I will defer to you, my friend. Talk to me about the Evil Dead why it's important to you, where, you know, your thoughts on Evil Dead. So it's it's kind of funny, and I was saying this earlier, is like, um, when you think of like a movie that's impactful, you're like, I remember the first time I saw it, and I don't remember the first time I saw Evil Dead. I've just always known the movie. It's always been in my memory. I've seen it too many times to even count. Um, I was able to go to like this old theater screening it and like halloween season probably in like 2017 or maybe oh, probably sick. 17 and me and my buddy was down the cape we drove down there and it was like a play theater and they just had it set up and they showed evil dead and uh it was rad my buddy had never seen it before so he was kind of like i'll come for see what the fuck's up so we uh went to a restaurant we crushed a bunch of beers and we went to this place and we we're like all right this is rad so um evil dead Though, as campy and crazy as it is, it's still easily one of the most important horror movies, I think, of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a staple in not only just 80s horror movies, but just absolutely everything. So, on my leg sleeve, the girl on my ankle, that's the second tattoo that I got. So, that's the the poster of her, like, coming out of the ground. That's sick. Um, So, it's it's just such an important movie, and it's... Obviously, you get in, then you get into like Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, and you're just, you're sitting pretty with just three absolutely fucking awesome movies. So, and fucking, you can't talk about Evil Dead and not give your flowers to fucking Bruce Campbell, because that guy fucking rocks. Bruce so, Campbell's a, yeah. He's a, a treasure of, yeah. Like that, that dude is everything. awesome. He's, but it's just something about this movie that is just, like I said, as like goofy and like as many issues as you can point out right off the bat, it's somehow still flawless. So it's it's just so perfectly. It's just it done. feels real, even for as cheesy as it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's got that gritty, it. campy like. Yeah. Well, this what is it? The Steadicam is that what came from this movie? Steadicam is that what it is? Yep. So I mean, from yeah. the first shot of the movie where you yeah. see the camera coming through the swamp up that's, into the cabin, that's unforgettable. You yeah. can't. It had never been done you, until then. You can't think of this movie and not think of that style all the fog coming in and out of the ground and everything so obviously like this movie did not launch the horror comedy hybrid genre but it has to be one of the landmark films in the horror comedy genre which i i would argue that this we're talking about the first movie here not as funny as the sequels, right? But no. very clearly still like Definitely a horror comedy. Definitely takes itself much more seriously. Yeah, than the other I would think. I don't so. think they were intending for no. it to be a comedy. It's just, it just is certain goofy. parts. Yes, like, I think certain parts were meant to be taken very seriously. Certain parts, maybe they weren't taking themselves as seriously. I mean, the the premise is so ridiculous. But I mean, like, I guess so are most horror movies. Yeah. So is it that ridiculous compared to most other horror movies? Maybe not. Maybe no. not. And well, therein lies the issue. The yeah. way they wanted to make it was, like, Sam Raimi had this idea of just being, like, what if we did The Exorcist just, like, on steroids? Like, and just <laughs> made it absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. That's what they did. So you had a great Cabin in the Woods movie. You have a Possession movie. You have full-blown gore, which only oh, gets yeah. better and better with each movie. And I was going to say, like, think about the movies that you don't have if The Evil Dead doesn't yeah. exist. Right? Like, The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. For one. It's like, got to be the ultimate Cabin in the Woods movie. Right. I it is. The, yeah. When you think of Cabin in the Woods. Aside from like <laughs> Friday the 13th, I guess, was kind of there. But like, still, this is like, just, it's the setting, the aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, the, that ki- the, comedic, the vibe the, is so like, fucking Shaun good. of the Dead, you probably don't have that. Like, oh, that's more of a zombie movie, definitely. but that's comedy horror. Yeah. So probably not. Okay. Um, there's probably a billion. I would say, yeah, Andrew, talk your turn. Talk, talk to us about Evil Dead. Oh, I love this movie. I think I remember Evil Dead Two more than I remember Evil Dead because I was like waiting for the scene with the hand when he's like battling yeah. it and I was like oh, that's the second one because I forgot it was almost like a it was like a remake essentially of the original 
slightly it's confusing and i remember watching the second one when i was younger and not so what happened was the second one was trying to do like a recap of the first one Mm -hmm. but they didn't have the rights to use exactly the same storyline so when you're watching it you're like is this guy out of his fucking mind is he just bringing a new girl and doing the same thing again (laughs) but it's really supposed to be like what had already happened but a bigger directly leading into this one of it yeah Kat and I were talking about this recently, and so I, I knew of that, but I, I always thought it was something to the effect like Raimi had more money to play with for the and sequel. Just wanted like, he just wanted to like, do essentially a remake, but a sequel at the yeah. same time, and like kind of do the same thing, but like I, I don't know Both, exactly what facts are. Well, but but yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like this is the obviously the most iconic of the films in the franchise, right? But I mean, you probably... Uh, I, mean, I don't know, not in my mind. Army of Darkness is probably my favorite. Army so of I, Darkness was the most like available to watch. Yeah, it, and it was just the most right. ridiculous of so all the So we'll, we'll get to that, because I want to talk a little bit about Army of Darkness. I have some thoughts on that. Cat, um, your thoughts on Evil Dead, because I know you're a, a recent visitor to this franchise. Yes. Since you and I have been together, at least, which is uh, 10 years or less. Yeah, so when I first saw Evil Dead, I think that was the first time I saw it was when I was living with Shano. We've talked, he's been on our podcast before. Yep. Um, and it was around the time the biggest the evil, The biggest Evil Dead fan I know, by the way, is our buddy Shano, uh, yeah. Shano Laughlin. Yep, he hosts uh, the You're Not Listening podcast, and he was on our episode where we talked about horror soundtracks. Yep. And he's the biggest Evil Dead fan that I know. Yeah, so um, I think it was right when the remake came out, mm-hmm. the the newer one. And I remember he was like, oh, we got to go see it. And I was like, I don't think I've seen the original. And he's like, oh, my God, you haven't seen the original? And I remember then seeing it, I think, with Mike and Shauna. Like, we just watched it something yeah. before we watched the remake. And then I feel like now even I get them because I haven't seen them that many times. Like, even just watching it, rewatching it recently. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this part. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part because I just haven't. I haven't watched it that many times. Yeah. Um, and I almost get it confused with the remake because I saw them both around the same time. And I'm like, oh, right, that's different in this, that movie. That plays out different this. Wait, isn't that supposed to, never mind. I'm like, I'm like kind of having a mental problem. I'm surprised Separating he, the two. <laughs> well, I'm surprised to hear you say that. And, and I know that you have a tougher time, like, keeping track of what movies you watch versus the three of us. Because I know that we're all, like... Yeah, I don't remember movies. Weird at all. savants that yeah. remember everything we watch, <laughs> no. right? Oh, I forget a lot of things. But I feel like this Evil Dead, 81 Evil Dead versus the 2013 Fede Alvarez Evil Dead remake could not be more different. That's what I mean. In tone, right. in shot, like that movie. The new the remake was creepy. It was awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, actually I think well, I think one yeah. of the best remakes of a horror movie of all yeah. time, which is a bold move to try and remake Evil Dead and take any of the piss out of it and just make something that's completely scary and gory as fuck. Yeah. And that movie rocks. Yeah, that, that movie really kicks ass. So yeah. good. That movie yeah. scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, I like, it was intense. really like that movie. Yeah. But Actually, I, I haven't seen that, I, I don't think, since the first time I watched it. And now Ooh, I want to watch it It's on a bunch again. of things right now. Yeah, I would love to watch it again. Yeah. So sorry, continue. No, so I, I mean, re-watching it this time, it's, it just reminds me of how, like, kind of funny, campy, like you said, it mm-hmm. is. It's just like, you know, like... <laughs> girl under the floor is just like, ah! Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. It's, awesome. like, it's funny like... because there's scenes where she looks ridiculous and you can see that right. it's like she's wearing gloves and yeah. it's like really barely put on makeup. But there's other shots that they get where she really looks fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, they get good angles on her with that makeup and the lighting hits the right way and you're like, holy shit, dude. Like, that would fucking suck. Right. Yeah. I just, I love Scotty. Their buddy, just uh, just the dumb shit he constantly said. He's just that guy. Uh, the sucks. amount of He's dumb shit that's said in that movie, yeah. and I like, I can't remember most of it, but it's like I just I'm just chuckling half the time. Yeah. Like, what are yeah. you even saying right now? Like, what are you saying? Like, I mean, I, I I'm saying, leaving you here. We're leaving, and he's yeah. just like gonna bail on everybody. Yeah. Aside from maybe the tree like, rape well, scene, um, the dialogue might be some of the stuff that ages the most poorly. Yeah. If I had to say, yeah. I mean, well, I'm not gonna I mean, nitpick classic movie here, but I'm just saying. That, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking forty years ago. Yes, exactly. Which yeah. I, I understand. Which that. is wild now that I just said that. 40 right, years. just a long <laughs> time ago. Shit. Wild. Yeah, you've seen that long. <laughs> I mean, that quick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As I mentioned, it launched a franchise, so it's obviously a classic for a reason. And this is arguably one of, if not the biggest cult films of oh, yeah. all time, right? And that I, I maybe like Phantasm. <laughs> 
course, uh, Toxic uh, Avenger definitely yeah. is another one. Toxic Avenger was another one. Um, so we talked about on our Stephen King draft, like how, you know, usually when Stephen King recommends something and holds like huge weight in yeah. pop culture and to horror fans, Stephen King gave a ringing endorsement for this movie when it first came out. And I feel like that was a huge thing. Like, I feel like the, the exact quote, and I may be misquoting it, was, I have seen the future of horror and it is the Evil Dead and Sam Raimi or something to that effect. And he couldn't have been more right. I mean, mm-hmm. this movie set the stage for so many other movies in the future. It's just outrageous when you watch it. And obviously, you know, if you watch it from a 2022 lens, some of the special effects might not age as well. To me, as a horror fan, I'm looking at those and saying, like, my God, it's just so unbelievably creative mm-hmm. that he was able to do that yeah. with the budget that he was able to do it with. Like, I, I almost, I, yeah. I, I don't care about it. Like, it looks like a Tool music video. That's fine with me. Like, the claymation oh, the at the ending, end, like, yeah. absolutely. I love it. I, I fucking that's love like it. That's like one of my favorite parts yeah. of the movie. That's the sound that comes with it, too. Put on Prison like, Song while yeah. it's happening, and I'll be fucking good to go. Yeah. You know, like... The sound of all of it, as it all comes to a head at the end, it's, like, so loud, and, like, it's like an assault on your senses. Like, you're just like, holy... I can imagine seeing that in theaters when it first came uh, out, and just be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, right? Uh, it's um, amazing. Yeah. I think that this movie also created one of the most iconic characters in all of horror. Oh, yeah. Right? Ash. Um, dare I say, I mean, I was thinking about this earlier today. Is there another final boy um, in the mainstream horror franchises besides Ash Williams? Just the dude in the second Nightmare on Elm Street, I guess. Technically. I'm only only because said, I just listened to a podcast Is there a more famous horror boy no. than Ash Williams? Michael Myers. Final boy, excuse me. Yeah, but he's final. But he's not. <laughs> he's the villain. Laurie Strode is the final I girl. Know, doesn't count, I know, right? I know. No, not the villain. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I would say Ash Williams, like probably a top three or four horror character of yeah. all time. I mean, behind maybe like Laurie Strode, Ellen Ripley, like final girls, final the final boy, well, right? Oh no, yeah, now I want to. I'm gonna think yeah, about that. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah, There's not many. But I mean, like it. It was a. This movie was a. St- a, 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 a I don't. It didn't necessarily lead to stardom directly after the movie came out, but it was essentially a star-making vehicle for Sam Raimi and for Bruce Campbell, right? Oh, yeah. It, with horror fans, right, in the horror circuit. Um, didn't Dude. necessarily quite make them household names, but n- maybe now they are a little bit more. I mean, I would sure say the Sam average Raimi person... Is, he's done well for himself. Well, I mean, with, Sam, Raimi, Sam, Sam, Raimi just, yeah. Sam Raimi directed uh, all three Spider-Man films in the 2000s, and he just uh, obviously had an influence on Spider-Man No Way Home in the MCU, and he directed Doctor Strange. Drag me to hell. So he's still doing really, really well for himself. Good. I love yeah. that movie. Obviously, I love his horror movies. I'm just saying, like, he's crossed over into the mainstream yes. quite oh, okay. a yep. bit. I see what you're saying. And uh, Bruce Campbell has been in every single Sam Raimi movie ever. Mm-hmm. Including Let's not forget his best role as uh, Bubba Hotep. Uh, yeah, Bubba Hotep, uh, Elvis <laughs> Presley, and the... Uh, yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just think that the ingenuity and the creativity on display here is second oh, to none. It's incredible. And yeah. it's easy to see why. And I feel like I, I listened to a lot of like podcasts about this movie leading up to this show. The influence that this movie had on a ton of filmmakers is incredible. Oh, I can imagine. Because a lot of filmmakers just like looked at this movie and saw like, Jesus Christ, this guy had such a low budget and was able to do this. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no reason that I can't do this. And it's even like how he acquired that budget. Like he was like right. pretty much going door to door, just being like, "Do you he donate?" Raised three hundred thousand dollars, yeah. just so basically. I, I have some info on that, and this is a good time to bring it up. So basically, so obviously, this movie written directed by Sam Raimi, okay, and he made a thirty-two uh, minute short film called Within the Woods, which serves as a prequel yeah. to this, right? And also starred Bruce Campbell. Uh, he made that 32-minute short film for $1,600. Pretty good. Okay? Which is in the 70s. So that's, again, I don't care. That's, inflate. that's yep. nothing. Uh, and basically, he knew he needed to earn at least $100,000 to make that move to make the movie that he wanted to make. Uh, so Raimi went to his good friend, Bruce Campbell, and said, hey, he also was the lead. Bruce Campbell's also the lead in Within the Woods, this short film. Uh, Bruce Campbell ended up <laughs> asking family and friends for money and eventually raised enough money to be able to shoot this movie. Between the two of them, they were able to pool this money together, which is why he was credited as a producer. Uh, I guess Bruce Campbell actually put his family's property in northern Michigan up as collateral to get money for this film. So (laughs) safe to say that this might have been returned in spades. 
which it's wild, yeah. you know? Like, not everybody that goes to make a movie in Hollywood is able to get whatever they ask for. So sometimes you have to come up with it yourself, which I think is a plus. It makes this, this movie, movie so much even better. Right? Like, yeah. it, it's, it, it makes it feel like so much more of a triumph. Yeah, there's work put into making it happen. Right? Yeah. And just I, I just feel like the evolution of Sam Raimi as a filmmaker, right? He goes from Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, to, like, Dark Man, to Army of Darkness, to all the Spider-Man movies, and then Drag Me to Hell, I mean, and then Dark The Gift. Man. I love The Dark Gift Man. is a great movie. I, I said Dark Man. No, no, I, I forget about Dark yeah, Man. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's an awesome movie. But he's, he's, he's directed a bunch of great movies, and he started here with Evil Dead. The Gift? That's the one with, uh, fuck, what's her I've name? I've heard of that. Uh, it was on Bravo's one of the scariest movie, movie There's another movie called The Gift. Maybe I'll uh, think of the other movie called The Gift. Uh, with right. uh, Jason Bateman. No, no, not that one. Okay. Not that one. Something else. Uh, talk about something else. I'll Maybe I'm thinking of The Giver. Uh, the Giver. I'm the Giver was a novel that we all read in elementary school. Probably. <laughs> Along with the, uh, the, the Phantom Tollbooth. <laughs> yep, that's also true. Uh, let's see. The Gift is a 2000 movie with Kate Blanchett. Katie Blanchette. Holmes, Keanu Reeves, Giovanni Ribisi, Greg Kinnear, Hilary Swank. Wow, a, that's a stack. Tim Dickens. Wow. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. The Giver? Is that the what? It's called The Gift. Oh. I don't know if I ever saw that movie. J.K. Simmons is also again, inglorious. Uh, a that's fortune great. teller with extrasensory perception is asked to help find a young woman who has mysteriously disappeared. Drama, fantasy, and horror, directed by Sam Raimi, and it's a very, very good. Have you seen good? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, I've never heard of that movie. (sighs) I'm trying. I was like trying to place it on that list. I'm like, I thought I had that list stored by memory at this point. (laughs) So, um, all right. So, just more Evil Dead talk here. Andrew, Cat, Matt, whoever wants to start first. Obviously, again. As we've mentioned, this is the movie that launched a franchise. Obviously, this is the most iconic film in the franchise, maybe. Is this your favorite film of the franchise? Uh, Andrew, I'll start with you. My favorite film in the franchise, because I am not a deadite, too, so to speak. I'm not... I've probably seen the first one three times. Um, I think my favorite was the... Honestly, movie so much. It's so... The whole concept with her relapsing, like, at, like it's such a good way to... It's just a Make good a way to play this it. movie. Yeah. yeah, it's like what a brilliant way to like remake the movie without it seeming it's a remake. Foolish. Yeah, yeah, it just it works so well, and it's so devastatingly terrifying. That movie yeah. scares the fuck. It out. is a scary movie, and I remember seeing the trailer for the movie the first time, and the first time that I watched it, and you it was way way yeah. scarier. It takes than a I ever imagined lot to scare me in a movie. And that movie scared the piss out. I saw it in theaters, and I was a senior in high school when I came out, and I was like. Yo. <laughs> Holy shit, I was so fucking fired up. And I think I've only I seen that so one twice that. in that movie. I will never forget watching that movie. That movie I, I will never forget scary. the uh, the girl cutting her own arm off with the, the, uh, yeah. the turkey carver, yeah. like uh, electric uh, electronic saw type thing. Yeah. So when that movie came out in 2013, it was actually turned into a haunted house at <sighs> Universal Studios in Orlando. So there was an Evil Dead haunted house based on that, and they had all of the gory fucking stuff. It was insane. Is that where we went? We didn't go that year. Uh-huh. I just am a nerd, and I watched the YouTube walkthroughs. So. Oh, okay. Any. Who? <laughs> okay, so so the Evil Dead remake is your favorite. Yeah, that's that's the one that hit home. Though. Like that literally like resonates with, not not resonates with me, but just like had the most influence on me as a movie watcher because it actually scared the piss out of me. Hey, you know what? It's your favorite. I'm yeah. not gonna knock it's you for it. It's Everybody has their movie. own different opinion. Catherine, your I, favorite Evil Dead film. I think I'm gonna go with because I Wow. I mean, I do like I do like this first one though because I feel like it like really paved the way for a lot of other movies and it was but I, I mean influential and everything. But um, yeah, I think that the remake and I want to rewatch it. Like I don't think I've seen it since we watched it that. I think it's on first Prime time. right now. I, I, I would watch it like tomorrow night. Like I would watch it right now. Tomorrow night. Yeah, I know. Well. I understand that I'm working. You can't watch that by yourself. No, I'm not going to watch that by myself. What what I meant to say is, I would watch it right now. Like, whenever. After this podcast. After this podcast. Do I have anything to work with here, guys? Jeez. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I agree. I think that the trailer was scary. The movie was terrifying. I think I had nightmares from that movie. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with the the remake. But. When you said the hand thing, is that the Evil Dead 2? 2, yeah. Okay. That's such a good I, scene, though. I love that scene. I remember that, too. So, maybe I watched this 
I think I need to rewatch them before I really like good solid answer. Well, you you don't have time to do that right now, so you have to give I us know. an we answer. We don't have yeah. seven so, uh, hours, so <laughs> I guess I'll go with the ring. Yeah. Okay, uh, Matt, talk some sense into this conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I my favorite one is the original, uh, for sure. Um, that would make perfect sense. It, it's just, it is, I, that's a movie I could watch over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just like, there's, it's, like I was saying earlier, it's like, it's a perfect horror movie. Like, it just has all these elements to it. It's, it's creepy, nonstop. You have this awesome vibe that it gives. Like, the, it's almost like gothic, but it's still like the Cabin in the Woods kind of thing. You have the camera work with everything flying around through the woods and everything and fucking I love the fog going in, coming back out, this, that, and the other thing. And then you get into, once it goes through into Evil Dead 2, you can kind of piece it all into one story and it fucking plays so good. But I, I gotta I gotta say that the original all-time favorite. Mm. I'm gonna agree with Matt, although I have to do throw some flowers. As we say, throw some flowers to uh, Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh, Army of Darkness rocks. Nobody's mentioned me that yet. Yeah. I mean, I lo- yeah, I mean, it's, that it's movie's just, awesome. It's awesome. All That's awesome. like Bruce Campbell in it, his it, like. It is a peak. it is a comedy mm-hmm. compared to the first two, like way, way, way more of a comedy. But I feel like it's just it is a. The monster fight, like in <laughs> oh the pit, God. is yes. so fucking. But good. that movie did exactly what we wanted from the Predator sequel, like with Prey. Mm-hmm. Like here you are in the medieval times and. Let's fucking get You're after it. You're absolutely 100% right. Hundred percent correct. Those types of movies. It was so good. Like I feel like it. It. It, it is a Monty Python movie yeah. mixed with <laughs> Evil Dead, yeah. which is awesome. like, how could you not like that? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's I feel like that's fantastic. like. I feel like that's where Bruce Campbell. Uh, Bruce Campbell became Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Campbell became and even Evil Dead Two is fantastic. Yeah. I love the second one too. Yeah. I, I. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously the first one's great for a number of reasons, but in terms of like rewatchability and like production quality. Two I and three. The be. guy, the guy. First film is the most thing. iconic film. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to give you for that. Of course. And obviously, I, honestly, I think that this might be, and I'm glad we're talking about this now because this just jogged my memory, might be one of the few franchises where there's not a bad movie. Yeah. No, there's none. There's, there's none. No I mean, obviously, movies. like Halloween, there's bad movies. There sure is. Uh, Friday the 13th, there's bad movies. Nightmare on Elm Street, there's some good movies, but there are some bad fucking movies. Alien. Alien, bad there movies. are bad movies. Phantasm? Actually, Predator, no, oh, no I don't really think there's any bad Predator movies. Phantasm, bad movies. Yeah. And there are Sorry. some bad Predator movies. Yeah. Which one? AVP? Oh, well, I mean, if, if you even yeah. want to count those. Well, I, I guess. They yeah. Count. yeah, they count. They count. They count. But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, most horror franchises have, some have terrible movies. sequels. Mm. And I feel like The Evil Dead, with The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, Army of Darkness... The Evil Dead remake, Ash versus Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and now you have Evil Dead Rise coming out next year. Obviously, opinion remains to be seen. I'm I don't. Th- I don't think there's a bad movie in this franchise. I, really, I don't. I really don't. I, don't I think, think they're all is. pretty no, good. The reasons. new one doesn't have Bruce Campbell in it, or at no. least doesn't have Ash. I did. Williams. I did know He's that. Got to be what, like seventy? Probably. He's no. up there. Because so. he was probably twenty. When He's the not first quite one came that out. old. He's not oh, quite. He's probably sixties, like mid sixties, yeah. sixty four. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with sixty four. I'll, I'll guess he was born in fifty eight. Sixty four. Keep talking. I'll find it. Um, I'm gonna guess he was born in fifty. Wow. <laughs> it's almost as if Matt looked that up before. He, I swear uh, to God, <laughs> I didn't. I was. So he has been born in nineteen uh, June twenty second, the year of our Lord nineteen fifty eight. Which means wow. that he is what? Uh, 64? 40, 60... 64. 64. Yeah, so yeah. I was right. We were both right. Yeah, yeah. high five. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're talking about some good Evil Dead related stuff. Why don't we pause real quick for a 90 second break for a word from our sponsors. It's official. The critics' decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror. Of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World Hotline. 508-830-200. That's 508-830-200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-830-200. It's American's horror theme park. Spooky World. 
be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Biffle, here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry-flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Creepy flowers! Time is alive! It's alive! The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's a killer this year. Then be next door to the Abington Airlines. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. And we're back! <laughs> Guys, so I felt a little bit conflicted about this when I was uh, doing a little bit of my research for this episode. So, Evil Dead premiered in 1981. If you Google the Evil Dead... Premiered or premiered? Premiered. <laughs> premiered. <laughs> are you, are you like, I feel like you're giving us a presentation. You're I like, am, so when I did my research on my presentation... <laughs> my bullet points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like a little laser pointer. <laughs> Sorry, Self-critiquing myself. Doesn't most of what I say in this podcast sound like if I were giving a corporate presentation Lecture. on horror movie yes. facts? Yeah, yep. okay. So. Good evening! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, You're good. We love Fuck you. all of you except for Matt. Thank you. Matt's <laughs> just agreeing. So Evil Dead premiered in 1981 at a film festival. So if you Google the Evil Dead, it shows up as a 1981 film. It did not get a, a, a wide release until 1983. I didn't know Would that. you call this a 1981 or a 1983 See, release? that's what I was talking about. There's a lot of times when I watch movies on Amazon, and you'll be like, oh, this movie's releasing this year. And I'm like, well, Amazon said 83. Or Everything 80. that I saw Does said 81. Fucks? So I had no idea what you were talking about until no, I looked not, into not it. No, but not even yeah. this movie, but other movies. And I think that's where the question comes in. Because if it's a international release, so m- I guess my way of... That's an 81. When was the movie made? 81? The, the reason I'm the asking time? is it was released in 81. I, uh, I'm guessing my yeah. reason for asking this question is do you want to hear about horror movies can from 1981 do, do or 1983 or both? I'd like yeah. to do Why both. Why don't we do, do both? We can just both. split it down the middle and do 82. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. We've done one movie from each year. Fantastic. So how about that? And uh, starting with 1971. <laughs> There's, uh, this is a movie we did way, way, way back, a couple summers ago. Uh, American Werewolf in London, oh, which is the first. Okay. Well, it's the first alphabetical movie that I'm covering from 1981, okay. which we also did. So that's a great movie. Uh, we also did. Uh, we did not do. Also in 1981, so there one. was a movie called The Beyond, which is a Lucio Fulci movie. Well, Matt, you may have seen that. Yep. Uh, Black Cat, also a Lucio Fulci movie. Mm-hmm. Both came out in 1981. Andrew, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker came out in 1981. <laughs> We're due, that movie is due for a full podcast soon. And we, it's we'll do it. We'll do it. I promise. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 2 also came uh, out in 1981, which is a good one. Love Obviously, it. like one of the better sequels. That might be my favorite. Halloween 2 also came out in 19... 19- Poop. Yep. Stinky, <laughs> stinky, stinky poopies. Not stinky, poopy, doo-doo, poopoo pants. The Howling, that movie, fucking rocks. One of the best werewolf movies of What's all time. What's better, The Howling or American Werewolf in London? Haven't you guys had this discussion before? We have. I'm big God. on American You're werewolf. howling. I know you're yeah. howling. Oh. Howling has scarier werewolves. That's fine. Yeah, it I, definitely I, does. I, I like I don't know American if I'm necessarily ready to... Uh, London better. But again, it's a movie. But. Hey, 81, good, ho- good horror year. Uh, yeah. Good howling year. Howling. 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 Good werewolf movie uh, year. My Bloody Valentine also came out in 1981. Good. Uh, cool. The Omen 3, The Final Conflict, which, Andrew, starred Sam Neill as Damien. Ever seen it? Not bad. As like a grown-up Damien? As a grown-up Damien. Is he like president? No, what was Getting it? there. He was coming close. I think yeah. maybe I saw that like once. You're telling me? Never seen it. Goes. I have no idea. It's not, it sounds it's not familiar, bad. but... That's wild that the Omen 3 came from yeah. I recently watched the Omen sequels, except the fourth one. The fourth one I was told, just fucking let it. It's like the Godfather 3. Just don't that. even bother. <laughs> and But 2 and 3 of the Omen actually aren't that bad. 2 is like really fucking kick-ass. Like there's, It gets pretty hardcore. So okay. 
Yeah, I recommend it if you have that. Uh, also in 1981, we got the James Cameron-directed film, Piranha 2, The Spawning. I haven't seen any of the Piranha Missed movies. that one. <laughs> haven't seen any of them. <laughs> I've seen no Piranha movies. First one's good. Haven't seen the second one. We also got Scanners. Great film. Love yep. Scanners. Awesome. Great, awesome. I'm all in on Cronenberg. I would say arguably like one of the best, if not one of, if not the best, Cronenberg film. I think The Fly is probably the best Cronenberg film, but Scanners is up there. Top two, three. Yeah, I love uh, Videodrome and The Brood. I think Cronenberg films are something we need to introduce Cat to. If we cover The she Fly, she wouldn't watch geez. any of those. <laughs> She wouldn't like any of them. They're really very the like, fly, petty. The fly, the fly, the fly. She could. I feel like she could. She. They're could very with. confusing movies. As well. uh, Video, Videodrome scanners. Like I feel like those would be a little tough. Video not, not, really I feel like confusing. tough. Those are the those names are of the movies. movies. Yeah. I feel like those the, are two the movies? Videodrome the, and, and scanners. scanners. Oh, the, two the gore movies. would be a little. It's yeah, pretty the gross. Gore the it's gore is gross. fantastic. That's oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, also, The Brood. I mean, that the Brood is really, really oh, fucked up. The Brood. I mean, every Cronenberg movie. Shivers. I also love a, a history of violence and. Uh, Eastern, yeah, he, he kind of went off of like, like horror for oh, yeah. a little while. Anyway, uh, let's see. Also, we got uh, in 1981 Wolfen, which I believe is a werewolf movie with Albert Finney. Ever seen it? No. Wolfen. Is it like Wolf, Wolfenstein? Wolf. N. Oh, was yeah. Wolfenstein, the video game? No, I don't know. Well, that's Wolfenstein. 1981, and if uh, everybody would hold for just a moment, I will see what we had in the year of our Lord, 1983. Let's see. Uh, Amityville 3D. Never seen it. Who? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Christine, directed by John Carpenter. Solid. Obviously seen it. Solid movie. Uh, Cujo. Solid. Famous Stephen King. Book was King better. Yep, book was, uh, book was better, for sure. Let's see. Uh, Andrew, Grizzly 2, The Revenge came out in 1983. Technically, <laughs> I guess. Um, I would say one of the worst movies of all time. Uh, Jaws 3D came out in 1983. Yeah, that movie stunk. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, Dennis Quaid's in that as a young kid. Holy Jesus. Uh, is there anything else that came out in the year of our Lord, 1983, that is worth mentioning? Uh, Psycho 2, which still Psycho somehow two isn't uh, bad. got Anthony Perkins. Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp, obviously, is a very big one. Uh, s- something Wicked This Way Comes, that's a kind of famous There's one. Video uh, and the Twilight Zone, the movie, also a good one that we covered on, on this podcast sure back did. in Janthology, and also another Cronenberg uh, movie, Videodrome, which is a very uh, disturbing, weird movie. Was Halloween 3, 82? I thought it was 85. Four or five, I thought. Really? Yeah. I think five. I don't know. I don't know. I have, I have no idea. I can keep looking it up if you guys have anything you want to I mean, I want to do. I saw someone tweet the other day that if Halloween Season of the Witch, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch was just called Season of the Witch, it would be Tough. hailed as the greatest horror, one of the greatest horror movies ever made. fucking awesome. Movie rocks. And it was just tainted by being cast as a sequel to Michael Myers movies. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just called Halloween colon Season, Season of the, the Witch. Way better. Yeah. Just like you oh. throw the three in there and it just confuses the shit out of it. Right? Yeah, it was 82, yeah. so it was right in the, right in the, the, middle. Right in the middle. Right in the meaty part. So I think Andrew and I um, so Andrew and I covered Season of the Witch last October on our own. And him and I both said to each other numerous times when we watched Halloween Kills, oh my god, if the reason that Michael Myers keeps rising from the dead is that he is... Some sort of oh, he's a robot. Creature. He's got to be one of the robots created oh, from Halloween. Like, can we please oh make that in, like be why he still doesn't die? Is because he is from that factory. That would be sick. I'm I'm in the minority of the Halloween fan base. I would have creamed in my pants if that was somehow connected. All those that would make it connected. all make sense because to me, lost my like, I'm in the minority. But Halloween, everybody would have hated it. I would have I would have thought oh, yeah, it was such a troll move. So I would have loved it. Dude, I would have been like, wow, they really just right? fucking went see. There. For me, I cut I the Halloween movie. movies oh. off at five. Like after I don't watch. Curse of Michael Myers. I think that movie's garbage. H2O is garbage. Resurrection, mm-hmm. garbage. And then these new ones that come out, I just kind of like, they're in they're their all own their thing. Own. So, because for me, it's just like Halloween, the original is fantastic. Halloween 3, and then I go 4, 5, and then 2, in terms of like which ones. Are. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Sidetrack. That's okay. Halloween 3. If you're ever going to tie Halloween 3. It's the only way to do it. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. Anyway, um, guys, back to Evil Dead. Yeah. What else we talk? What else we got? Any points that haven't been brought up? Anything we want to talk about? I love the the just the way it all plays out. Where if, like obviously the girl is <coughs> attacked in the woods, 
by the tree. Oh, that's the most ridiculous scene ever. It's insane. It's, it's tough, yeah. yeah. Um, and then she comes back, and it's just like, just fucking mayhem from there. Yeah. And it's funny because they play the tape that has like the recording on it, and they like the girl keeps yelling at him to shut it off, and he just won't. And like, I, I back to the point of that guy Scotty. Like that guy's the a worst. fucking cocksucker. You're an idiot. Like he's you ruined everything. Dick. You ruined yeah. everyone's yeah. life. <laughs> because you're an asshole. <laughs> but I love when, like, the door flies open, like, the trap door. And she's like, you think it's an animal down there? And he's like, an animal? He's like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's just like, damn, dude. Like, just let it, like, just. like Relax, he's just, Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> cool your jets, bro. The, the total Jesus alpha Christ. male douche. Yeah. yeah. First off, I never would have gotten to that cabin because I would have been like, I'm not driving over this bridge. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. was breaking. Yeah. Oh, look, it's breaking. Cool. This yeah. is fun. Well, you're never leaving here. Yeah, he, like, looks out the yeah. side. <laughs> like, like the thing just Christ. flies down. Well, I mean, how how long do you think they had driven at that point? That it Was it was it at the point where it was beyond turning around? Like, how long? There's, there's Maybe six hours. Beyond turning around. That had, like, been, like, that was, they you're were on vacation. So if you drove if six you're on hours. Vacation, I would go, there's probably a better Airbnb somewhere but it was not like here. Someone's was cabin that yeah. they had. Yeah, like, not the, yeah. yeah, not the Oh, I understand that, but I still would have. Like, they I'm get over the still, bridge and they're like, even they're when there. I open up, even when I get there and I open up the door and st- Scary, dusty place. I'm leaving. Well, I'm not staying. I was even going to say. Scary, dusty place. Not even scary, yeah, dusty no place. Okay, wasn't there curtains for walls? Did you notice that? Like, I said to Mike when we were watching that, I was like. Probably. Is that wall just like a curtain? It was. It looked like a shower curtain. It was yeah. like one of the walls in one of the rooms. You did say that, yep. It like did not, It like it wasn't even like a house. Like no, it, was it was so, it was so. No, but it wasn't even that like a cabin. No like, longer there. It was literally like it wasn't even a wall, like 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 yeah. this. It was a, a curtain. Maybe it was a curtain as over a it. wall. Yeah. That's so funny. it was just. I get that. I mean, it was that's, just funny. Just I'm not going there. That's never happening. I know. So it's, I will it's never. Down. Yeah. I will gone, never be in so, that situation yeah. though, where I'm stuck somewhere that might be possessed by some Sumer devil god or whatever. Right. It's not happening. I'm leaving. I'm gone. Bye. Have fun, guys. Good evening, I'm out. <laughs> so safe to say that if you were at some vacation and all of a sudden it was if found that was in this, my in vacation, I would be very upset. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to go away. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, we're going to read from this book. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, uh, fuck you. I have a hard time knowing you that if we went somewhere. And you had a few beers, and we got a book. We'd show up, we'd be having a good time, and all of a sudden she'd be like, like, hey, there's this book in the basement, and you'd be like, like, yo, it's it's going to summon the tall man from Phantasm. (laughs) Let's do it right now. And then we'd do it. Maybe in the morning you'd leave, but you would absolutely not leave. Oh, I would leave all of you to die, but I may may incite (laughs) the wrath of this god, but I'm not. Good evening. Good evening. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Andrew out. I'm taking my baseball tee, and I'm leaving. Okay? I'm running through the woods. No vines are going to trap me down. I'm going to run over this ridge. (laughs) Guys, so uh, the plot that I've heard for this new Evil Dead sequel which is called Evil Dead Rise. It was supposed to come out this Halloween season. was pushed to... April. April of 2023. Yeah. Theatrical, full-blown release. All right, so yeah. which, which I when I initially heard that, I thought it was not a good sign because I thought it was going to be exclusively released to HBO Max, but as Matt has said, it's going to be a full theatrical release in addition to, I think, probably on HBO Max. I don't know, After dude. Fact, HBO Max uh, we'll is see. apparently merging with, like, Discovery+. Plus. So I know. I think so a lot up. of people like, lot are, like, pulling out of HBO now. Yeah. So, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, that is that's probably a good part of it. Yeah. Why, yeah. So, um, does the theatrical release of Evil Dead Rise, which again is supposed to be in continuity with uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Dead by Dawn, and Army of Darkness, in continuity with that series, not the remake, does that make you excited for this movie now that it's going to be in theaters, or oh, not yeah. as excited? Absolutely. I, I, why Six to I twelve. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sweet. Can you tell me more about the Evil Dead? Than you? <laughs> I know that there is one. I don't know anything about it beyond that, Wait, other than the fact that already? I guess I guess the soundtrack is on Spotify, so you should look it up. Great. This is soundtrack. That's what I said. Awesome. I'm like, this is. I know it's been in development for a while. No, I've never. Yeah, heard of it. Yeah, I, it was like talked about like year, like 
five or six years ago. Wow. I didn't know that it was already like touring, Evil if Dead it is at all. So I'm gonna have to look this up. I, I was, I'd go and see it. What I was going to say was, if it's on Broadway, it's obviously has some music. So well, yes, yeah. there's a soundtrack. Or if it's a musical. Evil Dead on Broadway. Probably has music. Wow. I'm in. <laughs> I would go. Can you go see that. Yeah, yeah. I'd see that in Book of Mormon. Oh, I've heard that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, me too. Guys, anything else on Evil Dead before we put a bow on this bitch? <laughs> it's one of the best. If you haven't seen it, classic. Fuck you. Watch it. Go watch it. Go watch all of them this season if you haven't seen it because they're the fucking tits. I mean, I, w- I want to watch all the other ones right now. So. I want to watch the remake again. Yeah, we should. After talking We're going about this. To. All right. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in. This has been another enlightening conversation. On behalf of the Minds from America's Hometown Horror Podcast, my name is Mike. I've been joined by my co-hosts, Matt, Pat, and Andrew. And just in case you haven't heard, you can listen to this podcast next week, wherever you're listening right now. But hey, if you're looking for a different podcast platform, that's cool. It is what it is. You can find us on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. Thank you, as as always, for all of your input. Please shut the fuck up. Uh, Say goodbye to your listeners, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode. A good evening. Goodbye. Adios, muchachos. Later. Peace. Shut up. Jesus, you fucking pain in the dick. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because of course... We would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.